welcome to an all-new episode of the Transfix Take podcast, where each week we deliver news, insights, and trends for shippers and carriers. It's the week of February 14th. I'm Jenny Ruiz, and I'm joined by our market expert, Justin Mays. Uh, it's the week of love, and I think we can both agree on one thing. We do not love the weather this week. <laughs> You're exactly right, Jenny, and it's one of those weeks that remind me about how happy I am that I moved from the Northeast down to Atlanta recently. Yeah, before we started the show, I asked Maze if he was also getting the same snowfall that I was, and I realized that he's not here anymore. He's in Atlanta. Uh, lucky you. <laughs> um, speaking of, why don't we get right into what's going on in the Northeast? Uh, so on Tuesday overnight, there was a six-hour six hour plus snowfall with totals of six inches or more. Uh, and it's affecting just northwest of I-95 and along I-80. Peak snowfall is predicted to be just over central and northeast PA, the Hudson Valley, and the interior southern England. Um, and we're talking about snowfall totaling anywhere between 8 to 12 inches. As of today, when we record this, Tuesday, February 13th, we're looking at 28 of the top 53 lanes expected to experience severe weather delays, namely Buffalo, uh, Buffalo to Boston, Cleveland to New York City. New York City to Pittsburgh, Philly to Boston, and uh, Charlotte to Harrisburg. And you're looking at an average maximum shipment delay of 60%, give or take. Now, these insights are powered by weather optics. Maze, the West Coast was just recovering from insane wave rainfall last week, and now this over on the East Coast. Where are we with market conditions this week? <laughs> Isn't it funny, Jenny, how involved we get in the weather? Talking yep. about the freight markets, uh, it's, it's good, never ending, that's for sure. Um, I mean, this week is definitely going to be a big difference from last week. Last week, the West Coast definitely experienced some major weather events, but it wasn't super impactful to the, the freight markets, so to say. Um, this snowstorm up the Northeast is definitely going to be impactful, but very localized to just the Northeast. Yeah. Um, we're not going to see that widespread impact across different regions. And it's not going to last that long. Um, you know, temperatures actually are rising rapidly after Tuesday and Wednesday. Um, although farther out in the forecast, I did hear about potential really more snow. But we are getting ourselves closer to turning out of winter. Um, but over the past week, we've seen markets continue the downward trend we anticipated. Um, but this snowstorm definitely is going to, you know, tweak some things up in the northeast. Although I don't think it's going to be too significant. So I would imagine, or, or perhaps I'm wrong here, that carriers have another opportunity this week to keep the national rate per mile where it's at without another dip. But then that'll also potentially affect tender rejections, maybe localized, like you said. Can you give us the lowdown on averages here? Yeah, I think we're going to definitely see tender rejections increase in the Northeast. Yep. Um, again, it, it's an opportunity, like you mentioned, for carriers specifically in the Northeast who are regional carriers to, to keep some pressure on rates. At the national level, we may see it end up slowing down the decline, but we're going to continue to experience the, the decline in you know rates for the freight market. Tender rejections have remained flat week over week. Really, have really been sitting right around that five percent market on five percent mark on dry van freight. Reefer freight, though, tender rejections continue to decline, um, mainly because winter weather is is not really having the impacts we saw throughout January. Um, when it comes to specifically the national average rate, we've, like I said, have seen it drop pretty significantly in favor of shippers. 
Um, this week, we're going to see it slow down due to the winter weather, but not just due to the winter weather. Um, the, the markets have just got so loose over the last two weeks. I don't think it's going to continue to see that acceleration downward that we have experienced. Okay, well... That said, you know what it's time for, the regional breakdown. Although we saw the national rate per mile uh, line haul only decrease over the past week, do you think that's going to continue given the weather, or is this a temporary setback for the cooling of the markets? I feel like we kind of went into that a few seconds ago, but give us a, a deeper response on the overview market there. Yes, I don't think it's going to be necessarily a setback. Maybe in specific markets up in the Northeast, we're going to continue to see rates decline. I mean, they picked up a lot of momentum throughout January right off of the holidays ending 2023. So there's still a lot of room for rates to go down to where they were in the beginning of December 2023 or even in November. Now, like I mentioned, the decline is going to start slowing down, but we still have quite a few weeks ahead of us where the national average is going to decline um, before we start seeing some seasonality pop out in the, the months ahead. Yeah, and I don't think this weather is going to last very long. I mean, this is was somewhat of a surprise. I don't even think last week when we recorded, we were talking about snowfall. And then all of a sudden, it came out of nowhere um, with the potential for it to continue. Although I just looked right before we recorded this, and apparently there's no... There's no snow, so we'll see. It could change. Um, why don't we talk about the Northeast, and then we can move on from that, uh, since it's giving us the most trouble. What should shippers and carriers expect over the next week as we head into the weekend here? So definitely experience some late deliveries for sure. Not only that, like I said, tender rejections are going to go up. Uh, it's going to be more difficult to move freight out of the Northeast, especially staying within regional, you know, pick it up in the Northeast, delivering in the Northeast. It's going to be more difficult right now. Yeah. Um, this most likely is going to cause a little bit of a backlog of freight that needs to move towards the end of the week, which, you know, will allow rates to remain a little bit more elevated than they would have been. Um, this is coming off of a week of pretty steep declines in the Northeast. Um, you know, the major markets that really drive the volume in the Northeast, like Harrisburg, Elizabeth, New Jersey, Allentown, Pennsylvania, those markets saw decreases over 2.5% in aggregate over the last week. Um, that's why I say, yes, it's an opportunity for carriers to you know keep rates up, but most likely it's only going to help them slow down the decline, even in the Northeast. Yeah. You know, the Midwest continues to cool, and luckily no winter weather is really affecting this region yet. Uh, we saw just over 2.5% decrease in rates. Do you think carriers are going to flock to this region away from the east this week? Uh, they could potentially. I mean, like, you know, there's major freight corridors that travel from the northeast to, to the midwest that are going to be impacted because of the snow, but it's also going to allow a lot of, you know, carriers who are shipping out of Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, going to major freight markets, Juliet, Chicago, um, some lead way to get out of the weather for sure. Um, overall, the midwest it's going to continue to see downward pressure um, over the next week, especially with the Northeast kind of being the shiny object for carriers right now to try to push rates up. Um, the, the Midwest is going to continue to see rates fall after a very um, troubling January for shippers. Uh, the Midwest continues to be an area of opportunity to see capacity really loosen up. Now, it's not all doom and gloom. The Southeast, as expected, is one of the breakout markets that have shown some tightening with Valentine's Day-related outbound freight. Do you think this will continue over the next few days, or are we going to get to a, a halt through the weekend? I think we're going to start getting 
getting to it all. Um, you know, capacity is going to loosen back up in the southeast in the coming weeks. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the southeast we start seeing the, the, the decline for this region in particular, the decline to actually start to increase. Um, we're going to start seeing the decrease in the average rate out of the southeast pick up some steam uh, because over the last two weeks it really hasn't moved much. Carriers have been able to maintain the rate where they were, um, but capacity is going to continue to loosen and the southeast is going to become one of the, the looser regions in the coming weeks for sure. Now, the South is a bit of an anomaly for me because last week we reported there were some strikes happening out in Mexico, but it doesn't seem to be affecting the markets just yet. And I actually don't even know if those strikes are even continuing today. What's happening here? I know you've got the insight. Yeah, I mean, the, the strikes that are happening in Mexico aren't going to necessarily gonna have a big impact in the U.S. freight markets yeah. unless they are prolonged. Um, and if anything, the impact in the beginning would be less freight coming into the U.S., you know, more difficult. So looser capacity in the state of Texas, bringing down rates. Overall, it hasn't really had impact in the South region. Um, but the South region, very similar to the rest of the country, saw pretty rapidly declining rates over the last week, um, especially in the major freight markets in Texas, like Houston, Fort Worth, and Dallas. Um, there's only one market that actually saw an increase in rates, and that was uh, New Orleans. Oh, interesting. Why is that? Do you know? Uh, it just really has to do with capacity. Uh, New Orleans is really not a mega center for outbound shipments, um, but there's a lot of freight that goes in there, especially from markets like Houston and Dallas. Mm, okay, well, keep an eye on, on that region throughout the next seven days. Um, Moving over to the coastal region, it continues to fall, especially with those short and mid hauls with over 2% drops over the last seven days. What are your call outs for this region? Well, I think this is going to be a region to watch um, just because it's a neighbor of the Northeast. Mm -hmm. It really depends on what happens with this snow. If it does you know, taper down into Maryland and Virginia, it could have some impacts on the coastal region, but it should not really have any impacts in North Carolina and South Carolina. Now, the one thing I'd, I'd call out in the coastal region, there's a lot of freight that goes up the I-95 corridor up to the northeast. Um, so, like, it could you could actually see some impact on, you know, the, the average rate just because of how much freight travels between coastal and the northeast. Mm -hmm. um, overall, though, we're going to continue to see the rates fall, capacity loosen. Um, I, I actually would have anticipated over the last week to see more loosening and a, a more rapid decline. Uh, we only lost about you know a percent and a half on the average rate per mile. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we see something almost the same over the next week. We'll keep a close eye on that. Now, closing out with the West Coast, we've got long hauls nearing a 4% drop in rates over the last seven days and a near 6% drop in rates over a 60-day delta. Now that things are drying out across the region, what can we expect here? Yeah, the West Coast is just continues to be on a downward trend. Um, it's not showing any light. Uh, it's definitely not a Gold Coast right now for carriers, and it's not going to be changing anytime soon. The Pacific Northwest, we're going to continue to see rates drop even more as that really moves out of seasonality. Um, unfortunately for carriers that you know move longer lanes to fall, from east to west, you're just not going to be making the money leaving the West Coast. They have to ensure that they are getting it going there. Um, it's really going to depend on, you know, imports 
and the level of imports that come in over the next couple months to see what happens with rates there. Yeah. Uh, there's just too much capacity there right now um, that you know rates are going to continue to go downward as carriers struggle to fulfill their their, their needs. Yeah, that's going to be really interesting to watch, and even what produce season looks like uh, in the next quarter or so, if it's going to be stronger than last year, which, you know, fingers crossed with all the rain, we'll see what happens, yep. but we just we just don't know. Um, that said, is there anything that we should be looking forward to next week on the show? Um, definitely pay, watching out for more weather. Yeah. Um, hopefully, we can stop talking about weather soon as we move out of winter. Yeah. Next week, we're going to talk about carrier exits in the industry, um, what we've seen and what we anticipate over the next couple months, because that's really going to determine when this market turns this year, because everyone is betting on the market to turn this year. It's just about when. Yeah, that's going to be a really important one for you to listen to. Uh, drive safely out there for everyone out there. Shippers, expect that you're going to see delays out in the Northeast. With that, be careful, and we'll see you next week with an all-new episode of the Transfix Take podcast. All views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of Transfix Inc. or any parent companies or affiliates or the companies with which the participants are affiliated and may have been previously disseminated by them. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are based upon information considered reliable, but neither Transfix Inc. nor its affiliates nor the companies with which the participants are affiliated warrant its completeness or accuracy and it should not be relied upon as such. All views and opinions are subject to change.